Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
שר יכול להתנתר.
Yeah. 
Vayehi Benesoya Horoin Vayoimer Moishe Kumo Hashem Vayefutsoi Vecho Vayenusu Mesanecho Miponecho Vayehi benesoya horoin, vayoimer moishe. Kumo Hashem vayefutu oyevecho, vayenusu mesanecho, miponecho. J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, everybody. It's a Monday. That's Lipa with um, with Vayihibin Soa. You heard Simcha done by Simcha Liner. Yehuda Green's Land of Your Soul. Yerav, that's from Eitan Katz and Live in Jerusalem, volume number two. Netzach Yisrael from Yaakov Shweki. Joey Newcomb's Thank You, Hashem. 
Besecha Zena, that was Benny Friedman, Shira Chadasha Boys Choir with Am Yisrael. Masecha Hashem, our Monday morning theme song from Mayor Sherman, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this August the 16th, day 8 in the month of Elul, the year 5781, Tuf Shin We are um, three weeks away from the start of the new year, right? It's three weeks from tonight. Three weeks from tonight, Rosh Hashanah, and the start of a brand new year of 5782. May it be a very, very prosperous, peaceful, and wonderful year for everybody. I think the images that we are seeing, both uh, photographs and videos from the other side of the world, in terms of what's happening in Afghanistan, gives us a perspective on just how precious life is and how lucky we are to be living in relative peace and freedom compared compared to many other places in the world. And, um, yeah, there's so much to be said about this whole episode and everything that the uh, Afghan people are now going through at the hands of terrorists. Um, But from our perspective, one of the most important messages is to remember how lucky we are to be beneficiaries, recipients of the peace and freedom of the United States of America. We often, and I know that uh, it seems to be the trend, we often um, criticize and go out of our way to figure out and find out and then, and then promote what's wrong with, uh, with our country. Sometimes you have to sit back and just appreciate what we have here. And uh, the Afghan people would uh, encourage us to do so, I believe. Uh, so here we are, three weeks away from the brand new year on a Monday morning at JM in the AM. Hope you had a wonderful Shabbos and a great weekend. want to thank everybody involved in our weekend programming, including Avrami and Matis. And um, those who had a Mark Zomik, of course. Those who've had a prominent role in our Friday, Saturday night, and Sunday programming on the Nahum Siegel Network. 72 degrees with 67% humidity, winds in northeast at 6 miles per hour. Cloudy today with a high temperature of 82. Then tonight, cloudy, maybe a thunderstorm and a low of 73. Tomorrow, a morning shower, high temperature of 80. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 85. Up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Missouri enjoying 52-degree weather. We're at 72 here in New York City as we say good morning. At JM and the AM, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. A special welcome to those listening on Naki Radio. Naki Radio has a system where uh, you can um, you can have preloaded and then you can load yourself uh, different, um, what, what I think they like to call radio stations. I'm not sure that's the accurate word um, for most of their offerings, but radio stations from around the world and from different parts, uh, different segments of the Jewish community. And now, if you have a Naki radio with a couple of easy steps, you could add the Nahum Siegel Network to the offerings. And uh, from what we are told, a lot of people are doing that. And they're joining in and listening in via the uh, Naki radio, N-A-K-I. You can look it up online. So if you're listening on the Naki radio uh, anywhere around the world, I thank you very much for listening in. And uh, for choosing us, thank you for choosing us. A special shout-out going uh, going out to um, 
Sharon and Michael Feldstein of Stamford, Connecticut, for the, oh, I don't know how many, I don't know what time, I don't know what number this was, but for the uh, many, many a time, <laughs> for the many times later, they had they have again hosted us in a beautiful and wonderful summer excursion, not adventure, excursion, uh, to Stamford, Connecticut, to their wonderful home. A very warm home, a welcoming home, and a fun home. And a home that serves delicious meals, courtesy of uh, Cousin Sharon. So a very special thank you to Sharon and Michael Feldstein, who, um, again, provided an amazing summer weekend for the Siegel family. Oh, yeah. A shout-out to uh, Tova. A shout-out to Yosef Feldstein. A shout-out to Henry. Shout-out to, to Mom, to everybody, Grandma, to everybody there who made it an extra special Shabbos. Um, but, yeah, they extended their home again or extended their uh, hospitality uh, to, again, treat us to a wonderful summer Shabbat up in Stamford, Connecticut. And a special good morning to Rabbi Cohen and everybody at the Congregation Aguda Shalom. A special thank you and good morning uh, as well to Rabbi Cole and everybody at the Young Israel of Stamford. Very, very welcoming community. And based on what uh, Michael was telling me on Shabbos Day, boy, oh boy, there are a lot of new faces in town. Stamford is one of those places that has benefited. I don't know if it's a uh, a benefit specifically from the pandemic, uh, but it's a benefit of being an incredible uh, suburban town, pretty close to New York, with every amenity that you'd expect in a Jewish community, and a very friendly warm and simple environment and that is a compliment frankly uh so hello stamford and thanks to everybody who made it such a wonderful shabbos uh please keep in mind chaim shmuel ben leah yocheved please keep in mind chaim shmuel ben leah yocheved this uh chaim shmuel a three-year-old is scheduled for major surgery today um so please keep in mind chaim Shmuel ben Leah Yocheved for Rafur Shlema. Chaim Shmuel ben Leah Yocheved for a Rafur Shlema. JM in the AM. A couple of minutes, well, not a couple of minutes, 10 minutes before uh, uh, before 7 o'clock, Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Plenty to do on this Monday. Rabbi Bamberger is going to join us from Art Scroll. The Cats is going to join us from NCSY. We have a lot to do, plenty to cover, and a lot to be thankful for. Look what's going on in this world. It is humanly impossible. Unless you don't have a heart, it's humanly impossible not to um, not to feel for the Afghan people as their president has fled the country, as the Taliban has moved into Kabul. Just, uh, just terrible. Just terrible. Um, more than 700 people, I think last night I heard the figure was 1,200 already, maybe even more, uh, have lost their lives from the major earthquake in southwest Haiti. A huge forest fire near Yerushalayim has necessitated the evacuation of some 10,000 residents in six communities as firefighters work to contain the flames on Sunday night. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Fire and rescue services, 60 to 70 firefighting teams and 12 planes and helicopters are fighting one of the worst fires in years that started near Yerushalayim. The photos that I'm seeing in this morning's Hamodia Daily 
just so scary, my God. Um, the hot, dry tinderbox conditions abetted by strong winds are making it difficult to control the fire. Planes were dumping retardant onto the burning area as emergency units from other districts streamed to the site to help local services. The fire, located about eight miles west of Yushalayim, gave, gave off a pall of smoke across Yushalayim large enough to block out the afternoon sun. Routes 395 and 3955 that run through the area were closed to traffic. Residents in Beit Meir, Salon, Ramat Raziel, Shoresh, Shoevan, Givat Ya'arim were asked to evacu- evacuate their homes as a precaution. Those remaining were advised to close their windows to avoid exposure with the smoke. Wow. The Eitanim uh, Psychiatric Hospital was also being evacuated. Three people were feared missing. Three people were treated for smoke inhalation. None required hospitalization. Prime Minister Bennett interrupted a security cabinet meeting to discuss the fire with other senior officials. Greece reportedly offered to send assistance shortly after Israeli firefighting planes returned from aiding that country in fighting its own forest fires. Prime Minister reportedly will consider the offer. Unbelievable. So we are uh, praying for our brothers and sisters in Yerushalayim and Israel. We are praying for all of humanity that's going through natural disasters and political collapses. And here we are on a Monday morning, uh, what will hopefully be a a relatively peaceful week for everybody here uh, in our community. Just unbelievable what's going on in this world. JM in the AM. Sachia has a song that's perfect for this time of year. Elul, Anila Dodi at JM in the AM. Shani, <laughs> 
J.M. in the A.M. with Psachia Anila Dodi here on a Monday morning. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Uh, GZ Settler says, smoke was heavy in Givatzev too. Terrible. We should retaliate. It's not a natural disaster. The Muslims burnt their beloved land. Yeah, the natural disaster I was referring to was Haiti. But yes, uh, there's no question the enemy has had a role that needs to be addressed. Will it? Who knows? J.M. in the A.M. on a Monday. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Rabbi Bamberger has a brand new book uh, from our friends at Art Scroll. We'll speak with him coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Rabbi Moshe Bamberger, great Jewish inspiration is the name of it. We'll speak with him coming up at J.M. in the A.M. Galaitzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. According to the Jerusalem Post, over 16,000 dunam of forest and brushland has been gutted by this fire. As firefighters continue to battle blazes in five locations near Yerushalayim, some 3,100 
Local residents have had to abandon their homes temporarily. Huge wildfires spread near Jerusalem Sunday, burning down thousands of dunam of forest and brushland and endangering nearby communities. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday is next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Rani Avnai, Ima Shekore Achshav. רקטה שוגרה לפני זמן קצר מצפון רצועת עזה לסדרות, אין נפגעים או נזק. כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. לראשונה מאז מבצע שומר החומות, רקטה אחת שוגרה מרצועת עזה לישראל והפעילה התרעת צבע אדום בסדרות ובכמה מיישובי העוטף. מערכת כיפת ברזל הרתה את הרקטה, לא ידוע על נזק ואין נפגעים בגוף. האירוע מגיע שעות לאחר איומי הג'יהאד האיסלאמי לפעול נגד ישראל, בעקבות האירועים הלילה בג'נין, בהם נהרגו ארבעה מחבלים פלסטינים. כתבנו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי מוסיף שמוקדם יותר דווח על הסדר חלקי להעברת הדולרים הקטריים לעזה באמצעות האו"ם. על פי ההסדר המענק בשיעור 100 דולרים בחודש יועבר ל-100 אלף נזקקים על פי רשימה שיקבע האו"ם. הכסף יימסר לאחת מסוכנויות האו"ם הפועלות ברצועה ויחולק על ידה. בשלב הזה לא יעבר החלק השני של התמיכה הקטרית הכולל תשלום משכורות ל-27 אלף פקידי חמאס ברצועה. לוחמי צה"ל עצרו פלסטיני תושב ג'נין מחופש לחייל סמוך ליישוב עלי שבבנימין. בחיפוש בתיקו נמצאו רובה ציד וסכין וכן תחמושת נוספת ונלקח לחקירה. כתבנו ביהודה ושומרון שחר גליק מוסר כי מי שהביא ללכידתו של הפלסטיני הם תושבי בנימין שזיהו אותו בכביש ראשי בצורה מחשידה. לקראת 1 בספטמבר, בדיון בוועדת החינוך של הכנסת, הציג משרד החינוך נתונים חדשים, שלפיהם 5% בלבד מהתלמידים החרדים התחסנו לנגיף קורונה, לעומת 21% במגזר הכללי. מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני חינוך איילת ברון. בוועדה הוצג פילוח של שיעור התלמידים הפטורים מבידוד לפי מגזרים. נמצא כי במגזר הכללי 28% מהתלמידים פטורים מבידוד, 21% כתוצאה מחיסון. לעומת זאת, במגזר החרדי 24% מהתלמידים פטורים מבידוד, חמישה מהם כתוצאה מחיסון. עוד הוצגו תוצאות הסקר הסרולוגי במגזר החרדי, 14,700 תלמידים כבר נבדקו, כמעט 19% מהם הוגדרו כמחלימים. וכתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולבר מוסרת שבעוד כחצי שעה ראש הממשלה בנט יכנס דיון מיוחד בנושא החיסונים בבתי הספר. נמשכת הירידה באבטלה בחסות פתיחת המשק וביטול תשלומי האבטלה לבני 45 ומטה שהוצאו לחל"ת או פוטרו בקורונה. על פי נתוני הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה, ביולי היו 217,000 מובטלים, 43,000 בחל"ת ו-100,000 פוטרו בקורונה. או שמקום עבודתם נסגר והם אינם מחפשים כעת עבודה. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי ענבי מוסיף כי שר האוצר ליברמן בירך על הנתונים ואמר נתוני האבטלה מוכיחים שהמשק הישראלי נמצא במגמת התאוששות מהירה. מזג האוויר, עומסי חום כבדים ברוב אזורי הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Hashem, the kind of I like I have a sign. 
J.M. in the A.M., Colma is right, done by Benny Friedman. That's the Tova, Kapara, that's Avram Fried. David Gabe with Iser. You heard Shay Bunna to open up the uh, 7 o'clock hour with uh, Barry Weber here at J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. It's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. 
Just checked in with somebody in Israel, and uh, the fire is uh, essentially under control. There are some hot spots that are not. About 3,000 people still evacuated from their homes. It was definitely started by a human being. The question is, was it an accident or arson? That is the, uh, that's the big question. Um, and I'm sure there'll be a, an extensive investigation, to say the least, that I could tell you. Anyways, that's what's happening now in Israel as we keep our eyes and ears on so many things that are happening around the world and appreciate the peace and freedom we have here in the United States. Please keep in mind Chaim Shmuel ben Leah Yocheved having surgery today, three years old. Chaim Shmuel ben Leah Yocheved. Big thank you to the Feldstein family, Sharon and Michael, and um, Tova, Yosef, Henry, Grandma, everybody who had such a, uh, an important role. Rabbi Cohn and Rabbi Cole, everybody who had an important role in making our uh, our latest, most recent visit to Stamford so beautiful. Amazing Jewish community up in Stamford, Connecticut. Really amazing. A lot of new faces, according to my cousins. A lot of new faces in town. So a kolak avod as they continue to grow so beautifully. Uh, and what is a one... It's hard to visit there and not conclude that it's a wonderful community. Really hard to visit there and not conclude that. So our excursion, our summer excursion to Stamford was a major success. Thank you, Sharon and Michael. JM in the AM, Monday morning, heading back to work as we um, get set for a brand new week. Ry Bamberger is going to join us this hour. He's got a brand new book out. We'll speak with him coming up. Gedalia Zlotowicz, Art Scroll, coming up tomorrow. We'll check out some of the new releases and talk about what's happening this time of year. Elul, Tishrei, lots happening with Art Scroll. That, that I can guarantee you. You know how important a time of year it is. Important time of year for our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms. First of all, it was pointed out to me that you get a 12-ounce honey bear, uh, limit two per person with a minimum purchase of $100, but the regular price is 3 bucks, and this is $0.99 cents each. So trust me, you're going to go and load up on products for Yuntif, and you'll take advantage of that super sweet holiday special over at Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. Also, have you noticed when you walk into Aaron's Casino Farms, there's a reason why the word farm is such an appropriate word for their title, for their name. Their produce is remarkable. You're looking for incredible fruits and vegetables at wonderful prices. Hey, that's one of the reasons that legitimately they are Aaron's Casino Farms. Because it's farm-like produce right there in Queens, New York. So check it out. You'll enjoy it. You'll like the prices. And you'll have an amazing time getting ready for Yuntif once they have all their brand new fruits in. After all, Yuntif is three weeks from tonight. So the brand new fruits will be coming in. Very, very soon. And don't forget the meat department. And I'm talking about the uh, uh, the meat that you prepare at home. Because everything from cowboy steaks to minute steaks, everything from uh, uh, from turkey legs to chicken wings, it's all there. And in between, everything you can imagine, uh, delicious poultry and meat uh, that'll um, uh, look great uh, being packed into your freezer before Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. And uh, will absolutely look and taste great once you've prepared it for your Yontif meal. So check out Aaron's Casino Farms and their wonderful staff. Lots of great departments, incredible bakery. Uh, they've got a pizza shop, uh, fruits and nuts in the center of the store, uh, Mechi's takeout. They've got everything you can imagine, uh, Aussie's fish, everything you can imagine uh, to make an incredible shopping experience. So kudos to everybody at Aaron's Casino Farms. Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM as we continue. Um, this is a brand new selection from a gentleman named... Akiva Schechter. The song is uh, Va'amar Bayomahu at JM in the AM. 
J.M. in the A.M. Not bad, huh? That's a uh, brand new selection uh, produced by Yoichi Brishman Akiva Schechter with Va'amar Bayomahu here at the J.M. in the A.M. Uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman Kosher Hot Dogs are available at Trader Joe's Nationwide. Enjoy a 10% discount on all A&H products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide, and A&H is delicious and incredible. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Head to artscroll.com, use promo code RADIO, and enjoy 10% off and free. Uh, excuse me, enjoy a discount. A discount, sometimes it's more than 10%. Enjoy a discount plus free shipping. Right, Moshe Bamberger is going to join us. The book is called Great Jewish Inspiration. That and so many others are available at artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. You know the rule when it comes to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. Please keep in mind Chaim Shmuel Ben Lea Yocheved. Chaim Shmuel Ben Lea Yocheved. We would love for our Elul Sofer Blowing to be sponsored every single day. If you'd like to sponsor Elul Sofer Blowing in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, wherever the occasion may be, uh, please go to fjbunity.org. Again, please go to fjbunity.org. And uh, you'll see there under sponsorship opportunities how you could sponsor our Elul Chauffeur Blowing. And believe you me, we could use the support, and we would love for you to acknowledge that and to continue to uh, support us at JMAM and the Nahum Siegel Network by going to fjbunity.org and by sponsoring the Elul Chauffeur blowing. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebenabas of Levi, Zechonishmas Esther Basavios of Levi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Zvila Rebbe once related that his sister had become seriously ill. The doctors despaired of her recovery. Everyone was being Mispalo Lavim Shabbat Shabbayim. Everyone was davening. My father said he would like to go outside. We went outside, and suddenly we met a Yid whom we didn't know. He began to shout, and he began to insult my father. This is who you call a Rebbe? He's an underhanded person. This person spoke with such great chutzpah about my father, and then he began to curse him. My father just looked at him sadly and then whispered to me not to say a word. When the Hasidim gathered together and wanted to take him away, my father said, leave him alone. The man eventually finished what he had said and then left. The Shvila Rebbe said that when they came back into the house, the mother was waiting for them with a smile on her face. With deep emotion, she said, Hodu Lashem Kitov, praise Hashem because he is good. The girl's condition had begun to improve. His father then called him into the study and told him, Is a posuk in Eov that says, Toila Eretz Albalima, the world is dependent. The Talmud of Maseches Chulin tells us, Almi Sheboilem Piv. Bishas Meriva, on the one that can keep their mouth closed at a time of great strife and dispute. The Bizyonos, when a person suffers embarrassment and debasement, it is a proven remedy 
to be saved from all tsaras. Many months later, his sister fell ill once again. The Shvila Rebbe's father once again asked him to accompany him outside. However, this time, no one came over to them. The father then whispered to his son in a choked voice, Ein zu, el This is a decree from heaven. We should always remember that when a person has to sustain any type of insult or embarrassment, it is a gift from Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. It's our L.O. Sofer Blowing. And if you'd like to sponsor our L.O. Sofer Blowing, which we encourage, all sponsorship helps keep us going. Uh, FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. You just click on Sponsorship Opportunities, FJBUnity.org. Click on uh, Sponsorship Opportunities. AJA Carpool number 204 is starting off their week right with great Jewish music, welcoming the Wenger and Bader families to this year's carpool. Thank you, listener Daniel, and thanks to you guys down in Atlanta for uh, tuning in on your way to school. It's much appreciated, and hello to everybody listening around the world. Special hello to those who are tuned in now on Naki Radio, since we're now available on Naki Radio. It takes an extra couple of steps to get us on your Naki Radio, but it's worth it and doable. And if you can't do it, ask your grandchild. They'll, (laughs) They'll tell you how to do it. 72 degrees with cloudy weather at a high temperature of 82. Our Elul Chesed campaign is on. There are a couple of things we're emphasizing, but a lot of concepts and themes that we're emphasizing. First of all, on the practical, please keep in mind our friends at the Terror Victim Support Center, or Mayor Ubracha in Yerushalayim, Leora Teji, every single week gives out food to hundreds and hundreds of families. And before Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, it'll be hundreds and hundreds of families and a lot of food, a lot of items, things that people need in order to make Yuntif. If you want information, if you want to support them, it's terror-victims.org.il, terror-victims.org.il. Also, I've mentioned over the years that I'd like to share with people uh, funds that I know of that where every single dollar goes to the worthy uh, recipient. Every single dollar goes to the person in need. And in this case, I'm talking about uh, somebody who's very dear to us and played a role at the very beginning of my career way back when we were in college. Uh, and if you could help out, it would be tremendous. Uh, the, um, the campaign is located at GoFundMe.com, GoFundMe.com. It's a GoFundMe campaign. And it's called, all you have to do is search, Help Sandy Get a New Apartment. Help Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, get a new apartment. And every single dollar will be going to Sandy and her children, and those of you who like to help single mothers and their children in particular, here's an opportunity to do so. Again, it's GoFundMe.com, and the campaign is Help Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, get a new apartment, and it would be wonderful for everybody out there to participate. And I appreciate it. We're helping out an old friend, and I appreciate it. Our friends at at, uh, Gaia Coffee Roasters want to remind everybody that there's a website, GaiaCoffee.com, G-A- iacoffee.com. A lot of people wonder, Nahum Siegel, you're an expert at early morning rising. What can you recommend? Well, 
I'm not a, exactly the biggest coffee drinker, although I do enjoy a good uh, cup of coffee. I'm uh, not the biggest coffee drinker early in the morning, believe it or not, that people find that hard to believe. Um, but this one is one I have to highly recommend because this is a, a Gaia coffee that is a coffee bag that tastes like fresh brewed. That's the whole concept. So your Yuntif can be enhanced because you could use it on Yuntif. You could toss a, uh, a bag of coffee into your hot steaming mug of hot water. Yeah, you could do that on Yuntif. And there's a lot of Yuntif coming up. But even when it's not Yuntif, during the week, people are using their Gaia coffee roaster bags in order to just have a great um, a roasted coffee uh, taste as they wake up. So the French roast and the espresso and the Swiss decaf and the Red Deer espresso and the espresso cremosa and the blue velvet, they are just some of the ones that are available at your kosher supermarkets and, of course, online at GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A Coffee.com. Check it out and enjoy and uh, you'll see what we mean. Give it give it a shot, and you'll see exactly what we mean in terms of a fresh roasted coffee from a coffee bag. JM in the AM with 72 degrees, cloudy skies, and a high temperature of 82. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 85, as the fires seem to be under control, at least relatively. Up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Missora at 52 degrees. I believe this is their last full day of camp. How do you like that? And here in New York, 72 on a Monday morning at JM in the AM. Rabbi Moshe Bamberger is with us live via telephone. He has written some amazing books and has shared some incredible photographs and words with us over the years. And the new one from Artscroll and Artscroll.com is called Great Jewish Inspiration. Rabbi Moshe Bamberger, Great Jewish Inspiration, Powerful and Motivational Messages by Torah Personalities. Rabbi Moshe Bamberger, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you so much for having me on, as always. A pleasure. Um, it's funny because um, uh, we, we've gotten used to your format, where photographs and, of course, words that accompany those photographs often um, uh, you know, dominate um, uh, what you're trying to present uh, and what you are presenting to the Jewish world. Um, why is a book on great Jewish inspiration a good balance between copy and photographs? Listen, we all need inspiration. Uh, if you read my introduction, I write a little bit about uh, COVID and uh, what happens to the Jewish communities around the world. And I also shared some personal experiences that I had during the COVID epidemic. Uh, it's still on, but in the height of things. And um, I found that people really were thirsting for a little bit of chizuk, emuna, inspiration, motivation. And there's very few uh, mediums, uh, today at least, that people find that uh, as, as, as acceptable and as uh, absorbing as a photo together with a quote on top of it. Right. If you look at uh, you know, the world of social media, uh, so many people use this as, uh, as, a, as a vehicle to really drive home a point in the most powerful, succinct way. And especially the younger generation is quite used to this. They're not used to sitting and learning heavy-duty Musar Svarim or Machshav Svarim. They want it quick, and they want it, you know, <laughs> straight into the bloodstream. You have, you and, have no idea how accurate you're being because I, I know young people who would, who, who would not be inclined to pick up a regular book as much as they're encouraged to do so. But a format like this, they would digest pretty well. Exactly. And that was the uh, that was the vision. The vision was, and we've done this uh, a few times uh, with the smaller parts of our series. As you know, we have about five 
coffee table size book right. uh, on Jewish history through different uh, ways of looking at Gedeon through their letters and through their speeches and their uh, treasures, their artifacts, their books, and their uh, journeys, you know, their their life story as uh, as expressed by the Kivrit Sadiq, in which we discussed uh, only a few months ago. Right. But this, in the series of the smaller paperback books, um, together with great Jewish wisdom and great Jewish photographs, is really trying to convey uh, a powerful message in a very, very small space, and in a way that's really uh, so exciting and and uh, and inviting yeah uh, i've gotten such amazing feedback and it's interesting the gamut of feedback that i've gotten it's very rare that you can hear from parents that they love the book and their children <laughs> their little five six-year-old children cannot put it down and then i have rush yeshiva that tell me that they can't put down the book so tell me another format that i could do that that i'd be able to have people from five to ninety five all thoroughly absorbed by words of Chachmei Yisrael. Yeah. It's, it's, so, and that's really what uh, drove us this time to present this book to the Jewish public. And B'liyai and Hara, you know, it's only been out like maybe three, four days, and I've had tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, response to this book. Rabbi Moshe Bamberger is with us. All right, I've got to start. You know, you know where I'm sitting right now. I'm sitting across the street from the building in uh, which I had the pleasure for the last 31 years to be a neighbor of the uh, great Rav David Feinstein of blessed memory. Uh, and um, e- even someone like myself, who was not a member of his yeshiva and uh, did not on a regular basis uh, daven with him, nonetheless, it's impossible not to have been inspired by him. It was impossible not to have been inspired by the role model that he was and how he conducted himself, frankly. And we, as you know, Rabbi, Ma- Rabbi Bamberger, just kicked off last week on Rosh Chodesh, a week ago today, our... Elul Chesed campaign, just focused literally on helping whoever we can, uh, directly or indirectly, meaning directly or through organizations, uh, during the month of Elul as Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot are approaching. And listen how you start. And and, it, and it's amazing that he is the first uh, Gadol in our history uh, that, you, uh, that you speak about and that you quote. Uh, you start by saying the Torah is referred to as Torah's Chesed, which means, according to Rav David Feinstein, Rosh Hashiva, Masifta Tavaris Yushalayim, that quote, when Yidin get up after learning a sugya, they should be more compassionate, kinder, with more room in their heart for others. If that doesn't happen, then they didn't really learn it and should sit down and learn it again. Not that it's fair to ask you, but could you elaborate on this a drop because it's just brilliant. It's amazing. It's really just, it's, Rebdavid is basically telling us that the formula for learning Torah is how much chesed results from your learning. If you're learning and you stay the same person, then there's something wrong with your learning. Learning Torah is designed to make us better people, to make us more compassionate, to make us uh, better husbands, better wives, better neighbors, better parents, and Torah should be doing that. If it's supposed, if it's accomplishing what it was designed to do, then that's the result. And if it's not having that result, or David Feinstein would say, that you got to go back and sit and learn all over again because obviously there was something that was amiss. Yeah. And, you know, this is, uh, Rebbevid was such a goggle and it's such a loss. And, um, you know, I, I specifically wanted to start the book with him because, you know, he, he just, his loss was so great. And I think somebody was just talking to me, I think it was yesterday, maybe, uh, or maybe Thursday, Friday, that, 
Rib David, we didn't realize, maybe you did as a neighbor, but Klal Yisrael did not realize how great Rib David was until after he was Nifter, for the most part. I mean, people that knew him knew yeah. him, but most people read about him and said, oh, we thought that he was, we knew he was Rashu, we thought he was Rav Meshach Feinstein's son. They didn't realize that independently, if his last name would have been Goldberg, he would have been also a towering Torah giant that, of epic proportions. And it's such a loss. And, you know, this is something that also I try to bring, it, bring about through these books, to appreciate Kedele Yisrael. Uh, we need our Jewish leaders. We need our, our Torah sages. And people that think that we don't uh, really are, are missing out on a tremendous part of the religion. These are Torah sages that are not just scholarly, but they're tzaddikim. They're, yeah. they're wise, and they're, and they're just so full of personality and, and love that the more we could tap into their words, the more that we can ourselves be great people. And, and uh, not, again, <laughs> not that I know enough, I know very little, but what I can say is we need Torah leaders like him whose main focus, and, I, and again, I hope it's fair for me to say it like this, at least to those who observed him from afar, I think it's, re- it's responsible to say, whose main focus was shalom and chesed, peace between people and chesed between people. And again, if you look at it in terms of the big picture and with the quote that you quoted, I mean, that, that really sums it up. That was, you know, that, mm-hmm. as important as everything is, and trust me, I know the importance of everything in our tradition. I don't know if two things are more important than that. Shalom between mm-hmm. people and chesed between people. Absolutely. Right, Moshe Bamberger is with us. The book is called Great Jewish Inspiration, Powerful Motivational Messages by Torah Personalities. Now, I have to thank you because I didn't realize, I really didn't realize that this was so well known uh, to others. Uh, we grew up uh, hearing a lot of stories about the Chavetz Chaim because my grandmother's family was from Rodden and she as a young girl knew the Chavetz Chaim. And you include in the book something that I've been told since I'm a little kid, that the saintly Chavetz Chaim observed that when writing on a postcard, that life is like a postcard. Why? Why is life like a postcard? When writing on a postcard, people usually begin in large, leisurely scrawl, but as the message begins to fill the space available, there's so much more to say and so, and so little space left. So they crowd in another line and squeeze in another word, Similarly in life, we take it easy on our youth, leisurely wasting time, not realizing how much we'll be left to do with so little time to do it. And it's only when we age that we begin to, quote, pack it in. But alas, time runs out. Now, the problem here is that a lot of kids don't know what a postcard is. But if you're <laughs> if you're able to transmit to them just how important postcards were for communication at one point, they may get it. They may understand it, that the, the first half of the postcard that you wrote according to the Chavetz Chaim, had big letters and little expectation. And then everybody tried to squeeze it in toward the end. By the way, I think those of us who wrote letters to Israel and aerograms can also relate to this, not just postcards. <laughs> so thank you very much. I didn't realize this was so known worldwide, but I'm glad to hear that something I grew up with is, uh, is such an important uh, uh, adage. My father, all of used to say that he, when he was, uh, you know, when he was a dating age and he was a marriageable age, that so he had a friend who was going out with a girl seriously. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but you said things that you didn't know if you were allowed to say, but he said that he wanted to express his feelings for her in a firm way. So he micrographed the entire Shira Shirin <laughs> on a postcard. Can you imagine writing it, the entire Shira Shirin, which is quite a long Megillah, oh. on a little postcard and sending it to her? I really hope it didn't get lost in the mail. But <laughs> that's, eight, um, that's eight chapters. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, Rabbi Sacher Bear of Rod- Rodeshitz, is that the right pronunciation? Yeah, uh-huh. 
Says in the morning arise, an important guest has arrived that was never here before and will never return. And that guest is today. And what a perspective that is because we get up in the morning, we wonder what kind of day it'll be and if we'll utilize it to its maximum. And he's indicating that one must realize just how special it is. Yeah, and you do that every day, Nachum. Look at you. Thank you know, you. every day you come, you get up, and you uh, you give life to Klal Yisrael. You show people how to wake up like a yid with Maidani and with inspiration, with song and with emuna and with tzedakah. Like how much you really personify that particular quote. I'm so happy that you mentioned that. I appreciate that very much. All right, tell me, and again, again, this is why it's so good for 2021. I love the fact that you're taking. Torah giants who lived a thousand years ago and associating them with really, you know, modern things that would not normally be in, in you know, in, um, in, in Sfarim, would not normally be in scholarly works. Tell me the relationship between Rashi and the Wright brothers. Uh, yeah, I was, I was wondering if people would appreciate that or I'd be putting to hair for that. <laughs> but um, uh, Rashi writes in Megillus Kahelis. Uh, on the pasuk of Tevim Hashnayim and Echa, that two are better than one, the famous adage that two are better than one or two heads are better than one. So Rashi writes that a, um, something that a single person would sometimes not dare even attempt uh, to begin, but two people would. Two people encourage one another, and they say, let's try this, and let's get this thing off the ground, and let's push it through. And that's the beauty of two over one. One person, you know, you get down on yourself and you have second thoughts and you wake up one day, you're excited about something, and you wake up the next day and you say, that's a horrible idea. But if you have a partner, uh, that partner can really propel something to fruition and, and to success. And so I was thinking, like, what would be a good graphic for that? And right. the, I think the best graphic is the Wright brothers. The Wright yeah. brothers were two brothers who basically changed the world by attempting what was, until that point, something that was impossible to imagine, uh, that you can actually sit in, a, in an airplane and take off, and eventually it evolved, of course, into modern uh, air travel. But they began, and they tried, and they, they failed, and they tried, and they failed, until they finally got it right. And, and I love that graphic of the two of them, in the airplane or, you know, trying to help it take off. And there was a third person also that was, uh, that was there to assist. But it's really, like, I think a great mushroom of what Rashi is trying to say, that these are, with two people, you can actually get something off the ground uh, if you have the right partner. And the same is true, not just with business partners, but, of course, with a marriage. If you have a, a good partner in marriage, then that you would be able to establish a family and, and children and grandchildren, which is something that's really a, a very, very great uh, responsibility and undertaking. And until you uh, have somebody that's good for you to do that, um, you know, it's really a very, very uh, difficult undertaking. I, I want to just use that as a segue to thanking my my wife, Risa, who really puts up with a lot in order for me to publish <laughs> these books. Because it really, I mean, it would, it, you don't know, maybe you do, but the amount of man hours that it takes to produce these books are, it's off the charts. And so, and it's not just that, does. it's that you're completely in it. Like you're, you're almost separated from the world as you delve into it and try to get it done. Exactly. So I mean, that's beautiful. You know, it's great for me to be in that little right. bubble of, of history and time and art and everything that goes into these books. But the, the facts are that, 
you know, it's, it's difficult to raise a family and it's difficult to, to do a lot of the things that, uh, you know, that need to be done. And, and my wife very happily, um, and excitedly undertakes all of that in order to enable me to do this. All right, I, I got to do a couple of more. I, I literally, you know, what we could do, and we're getting to that point where I can go through every page with you, but we, we cannot do that. I have, I have time. <laughs> <laughs> I think our time's already up. Ramanacha Mendel of Kutsk, I love the fact that you you speak about his quote of living in the present, uh, or or summarize his words by writing "live in the present," and you're using the symbol of social media, the symbol of uh, of online. Uh, being somewhere, which is that red, you know, circleish type thing, uh, to make people think like, you know, the whole power of now, the whole living in the present, the whole, you know, thing that we can relate to today. That when you're looking at a map or looking at a specific location, you, you have to know where you are and and where you are, not just geographically, but where you are in terms of, uh, you know, uh, psychologically as well. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, this you know this is also a very important role of this book. And all my books is that a lot of times people think that it's modern psychology that right. has come up with this term like mindfulness. I right. remember when my girls were in a certain elementary school, uh, they had a year that the theme was mindfulness, living in the moment. And you thought this was something that was probably just developed in the 1980s by somebody in Columbia. But, <laughs> right. You know, but the Kutzka writes a beautiful verse, and I, I'd like to share it with you if I have a minute. That mm-hmm. He says that Meshra Abenu goes up on Harsinai. And Hashem says, Alei Eli Hahara, come up to the mountain, the Hayesham, and be there. So the Kotzkrass, well, of course I'm going to be there. Where else, where else is my Shrevena going to be? If he's not on the mountain, you're telling me to come up on the mountain. Of course that's where I will be. What does it mean, the Hayesham? So the Kotzkrass says that what Hashem was saying to my Shrevena was that I want you to come up on the mountain and I want you to be present there. I don't want your mind to be elsewhere. When you're by me, I want you to be by me. Wow. And when you're, and that's, can you imagine, like even Meshra Rabbeinu needed to reign yeah. in his thoughts so that to live in the moment, not to live in yesterday, not to live in tomorrow, to live right here and right now at this second of life. Phenomenal. Because that's where life is. That's where life is. Phenomenal. And finally, uh, just a comment about the one from Rabbi Shimon Schwab. 99% mm. MS equals 100% sheker. 99% truth equals 100% falsehood. Uh, tell me about that one. Yeah, that's... Uh, my mother was looking at that on Shabbos, and she started tearing up because wow. our family is very close with her, Shimon Schwab, and she remembered him actually uh, you know, saying these types of messages constantly uh, in his community in Washington Heights that he was impeccably honest, and he demanded honesty and integrity from his congregants and from Kal Yisrael. He did not accept any form of shtick or any form of cutting corners or cheating in any which way. And, and he would say this mathematical formula, that 99% MS, meaning something sometimes seems to be, that's true enough. I did enough. It's, it's almost 100% true. Okay, there's some minor issues that you know, we fought, but it's almost 100% true. Of Schwab felt that 99% MS equals 100% Shekhar. If there is a little bit of truth that's missing, then it means that the entire pie is all Shekhar. It's all a lie because it's built and it's and contained therein is some degree of falsehood. That means that it taints the entire truth of everything. Rabbi Moshe Bamberger is responsible for great Jewish letters, great Jewish speeches, great Jewish treasures, 
great Jewish classics, great Jewish journeys, great Jewish photographs, great Jewish wisdom, and now great Jewish inspiration. We'll recommend all of them, and especially the new one, Great Jewish Inspiration, Powerful and Motivational Messages by Torah Personalities. Right, Moshe Bamber, you can look it up at artscroll.com. Order it. Don't forget, use promo code radio. Always use promo code radio for your discount and your free shipping. The brand new book by Rabbi Moshe Bamberger is Great Jewish Inspiration. Check it out at artsgirl.com. All right, Bamberger, Mazal Tov on the book. I take this opportunity to wish you a Ksiva Tova. Happy, healthy, and sweet new year. Thank you so much, Nachum. I just want to you know, mention that you are a great source of inspiration to myself and to thousands and thousands of others around the world. You are really a great Jewish inspiration. And uh, growing up, I used to listen to you all the time and uh, until these, uh, this day. And uh, you've gained, you, you've granted call yourself so much through all that you do. And I want to wish you continued strength and inspiration, motivation to continue every single day. You are very Amen. Thank you so much. You leave me speechless. And as I'm always told, that's dangerous in this profession. But I can't thank you enough for that. Rabbi Moshe Bamberger on a. Monday morning at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. אותו מקום של הבנה, של הזדמנות, של התחלה דופקים על שעריך להיכנס כדי לצאת לדרך חדשה
JM in the AM, Derech Chadashah, opening up the uh, 8 o'clock hour. Jonathan Sheinfeld with that one here at um, at JM in the AM. Oh, yes. Lots of great things going on in our community, I can tell you that much. It's summer, and there's something about the season and the warm weather that gives us hope. We're all getting back to our lives once again, hopefully. Can't tell now with the way that the government officials are handling this. Um, that was my parenthetical uh, observation. Uh, but we're still feeling the effects of the pandemic, stress, anxiousness, anxiety, etc. Uh, what, what we do know is that so many more children are experiencing anxiety today due, the, due to the events of the last 16 months. While we've worked with OHEL Children's Home and Family Services for many years, as you know, OHEL knows how to help our children in our community with sensitivity and with expertise. OHEL's specialty is working with issues of anxiety and building resilience, and it's one of the reasons that we continue to recommend that you be in touch with OHEL when necessary. Call them at 1-800-603-OHEL. We encourage you to contact OHEL at 1-800-603-OHEL for more information. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. That's kosherdogs.net. And try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM, brand new Kobe Brummer at JM in the AM. וחלון מהשמיים ייפתח. מחפש את התשובה אל הדרך הנכונה, לא ליפול ימין ושמאל, להישאר תמיד בקו. זה אולי טיפה מורכב, אבל עם קצת רצון, גם אצליח. מחפש את התשובה אל הדרך הנכונה, לא ליפול ימין ושמאל, להישאר תמיד בקו. זה אולי טיפה מורכב, אבל עם קצת רצון. Thank <laughs> you. זה אולי טיפה מורכב, אבל עם קצת רצון, גם מצליח. מחפש את התשובה אל הדרך הנכונה, לא ליפול ימין ושמאל, להישאר תמיד בקו. זה אולי טיפה מורכב, אבל עם קצת רצון, גם מצליח. ואז זה יהיה יותר טוב. ברוך השם יותר. 
יותר טוב.
Moshiach. You can bet he's coming soon. We'll all be dancing in Jerusalem. And we'll all be singing the same tune. Now that's the truth. Thank you. 
In the AM, Sostasis, that's Shlomo Katz. He was a part of the Katz duo, if you will, or one of the Katz stars at Yom NCSY this year, which I had the privilege of being at. 
A lot of people didn't get an opportunity to go this time around. It was uh, amazing being there and uh, watching thousands of NCSYers enjoy their summer programs. And that night, they were enjoying it together. Uh, most of the time, they were uh, you know part of their own program, but that night we had an opportunity to see everybody just completely galvanized and enjoying an incredible celebration, and that was something. Kudos again to NCSY and uh, summer NCSY, NCSY summer, uh, for somehow <laughs> making it possible for our children, in this case, uh, I include myself, since uh, Gavri was uh, in NCSY, Kolel, uh, to enjoy an amazing summer and to be there in Israel. Because as you know, the whole travel to Israel piece has uh, never been easy during COVID, and uh, right now is not easy at all. So again, kudos to NCSY. Um, hard to believe the NCSY dinner was just a few weeks ago. Seems like so long ago we were together uh, celebrating. Um, and that was an amazing and incredible night. Um, with us live via telephone is Avi Katz, longtime Jewish communal leader, uh, right now on the Board of Governors of the OU, at one time the um, uh, the um, a chairman of NCSY. And the big announcement which came out last week reads as follows. Avi and Becky Katz, longtime Jewish communal leaders have established a multi-year, multi-million national initiative with NCSY, the flagship youth movement of the Orthodox Union, to support Jewish identity programs for public school teenagers. The $3 million gift focuses on the OU's National Jewish Student Union Program, JSU, and will be called the Katz Family Initiative, Driving Impact in JSU. Uh, with us live via telephone, Avi Katz, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thanks. It's great to great to be with you again. You know, it's funny. We've been <laughs> recently ever since ever since Rabbi Fass and I met in Israel. I've been using his expression that it's much easier to fundraise for a building than for a project. Why do Why does your family get the importance of fundraising for a project? Uh, a couple things. One, it's it's a great point. It is generally much easier for the building because projects are, you know, in sense of buildings like a like a finite product. You know, you got to put in a foundation, sure. floors, elevator, et cetera, and it's, it's sort of a fixed, and you can get the scope, and if you, you build it, it's there, and, and everyone can sort of see it, touch it, right. and feel it. A project is much more amorphous. It takes time. It takes time to un- unroll. It takes a lot of coordination, a lot of collaboration. It's not a, you know, something you build, and then you kind of see the fruits of it right away. And so I think from, uh, from our experience, from Becky and our experience with other projects that we've been involved in, um, we appreciate and we've learned a lot from them in terms of what goes into it, but uh, we also take away the importance of, of you know, you got to do both. You need to have the buildings, but you yeah. need to have the projects as well uh, in terms of galvanizing support for, uh, I think, making sort of like big change in the community, and I, and I think that's where we see right now in terms of uh, how NCSY has grown over the last uh, the last several years. Uh, the timing's really right for this type of a project uh, within JSU. You know, it's funny you say timing, because I was wondering if if it was to the advantage of JSU, meaning in terms of seeking financial support, if it was to their advantage to have gone through this whole COVID situation. And I say it like that because you've always been involved and you've seen up close and personal how JSU works and how NCSY works. But once you saw how they were able to adjust to the current situation, instead of throwing up their hands and giving up, I would assume that only, that only inspired you to move forward and support them even more. Uh, incredibly so. And uh, it's, it's hard to, you know, again, we're, we're sort of like a, I live in Teaneck, we're sort of like spoiled kind of Northeasterns in terms of like the Jewish infrastructure around us. But right. you, to really appreciate 
in many, many parts of North America, you know, U.S. and Canada, how um, deeply needed a, a Jewish club is for uh, Jewish teens in, in really far-flung places. Uh, COVID almost only like, sort of put that on steroids in terms of the need for it. And so yeah. it's, it's really tremendous kudos to the staff who, like you said, took, took a model that's about actually being with people and were able to transition <laughs> overnight to this virtual model. Really incredible. Uh, now, ha- have they said to you that because of this funding, JSU will be able to go in a specific direction? Or have they uh, pitched you in terms of how they'd like uh, to advance the organization? Or simply they're going to just keep doing more and on a larger scale of what they've been doing until this point? It's an important question because it, this is really a, it's a collaboration, and I think that's one of the things that uh, I would just say is, like, is a point of uh, meaningfulness for, for Becky and myself. It's not like you know, like a situation where we say, hey, guys, we, we, we're telling NCSY we want you to do this, or NCSY right. telling us you know, we want it's, – it's, it's working collaboratively in terms of seeing what, what the needs are. And I think in this regard, it's actually taking – uh, really, and I don't think people are as familiar with JSU as, as um, and it's hard to because it's really not so. It's, I would say it's kind of a sleeping giant mm-hmm. within the Jewish community because it's really the only portal of entry for Jewish public school teens in over 300 public schools in the U.S. and Canada. So it's just it's enormous scale. It every year uh, engages 12,000 teens. So it's just it's an enormous number of teens. And so what it, what's happened over the last few years is that you just have so much like the the uh, the input is so large, it's hard sometimes to find the right strategies and processes to kind of make those transitions to, like, for example, Latte Learnings or Learning Program Shabbatones, going to Israel, going to Gap Year. And so what this is, is really time to do well now is to build upon the incredible foundation of resources that NCSY has in place and to identify specific targeted programming. And that program is going to be really um, – specific and bespoke to with different communities. There are large Jewish communities that need certain things or small Jewish communities that need certain things. We also want to create leadership. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, but it's really looking to take what's there, add a lot of innovation and uh, an insight, and really to create greater outcomes for those 12,000 teams. Uh, the Katz's donation, the uh, press release reads, has been earmarked toward launching a JSU teen leadership program. Our club presidents will work together virtually and at JSU's first-ever two-day President's Conference. It'll help fund the increase in staffing and staff training and will help uh, with the appointment of a JSU National Director, Devora Simon. Have you met Devora Simon yet? Uh, what do you know about her? And I was impressed, frankly, that she comes with experience from so many different cities around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Devora I've known for uh, almost five years now. Uh, this is, you know, And that shows, again, some of the uh, history here. This actually started back around three years ago uh, when I was chairman in terms of looking at ways to uh, develop and expand uh, JSU. And, and to her credit, you know, raised her hand and said, let me undertake this. And she did it, this really incredible, uh, you know, kind of multi-month study on looking at JSU from top to bottom, engaging with all the different professionals in there. And it's really that document that she produced. Ironically, it was ready for production uh, February 2020, like like momish, like right a month before uh, oh, before the lockdowns, and so it kind of got put on ice for a little bit. But that's really the, the the foundation and blueprint for what's doing. So there's really no one better position than Devore, given her background and experience, just given how well integrated she is within NCSY to at, be at the helm of this uh, important initiative. And it says here NCSY's JSU is now in 21 states, and I I emphasize that because obviously, you know, five, six states all of us could likely name right away in terms of public yeah. schools around the country that are enjoying a JSU club and program, but frankly, we'd be shocked by some of the states, right? 
it's not only to be shocked, but it's it's just it's it's actually those. I mean, for me, like on a personal level, those were the the individual stories that sort of you know have always drawn me in terms of just again. I talk about this idea of mysterious nefesh. You know, we 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 unfortunately can sometimes take for granted, uh, you know, what we have around us as 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 Jews. And there are literally, you know, there are public schools out there in in, in some of those far flung states where there could be literally twenty, thirty Jewish teens in a school of eight hundred to a thousand, and it could feel incredibly lonely. Uh, and particularly, again, you know, it, with, with uh, anti-Semitism and other types of things that are going on, the, the types of microaggressions that these people, these, these young uh, Jews face. And so to create a sense of community for them, uh, to me, was not only, it, it was like, it, it was like sort of a critical need. It wasn't even like sort of a nice to do, yeah. to have to do, to make sure that they were there, were there for Jews wherever they are. Community and support systems are as uh, key and as vital as ever uh, for, for everybody, really, in this country, uh, in the Jewish community, but teenagers especially. And NCSY is certainly filling that need. Avi Katz is with us live via telephone, uh, talking about the uh, new initiative and the um, uh, that's been created that will be known as the Katz Family Initiative Driving Impact in JSU. Why is it that, I mean, look, you were chairman of NCSY, so you really saw this up close and personal. And we, of course, uh, see it up close because of the, um, uh, when it comes to NCSY summer and the numbers that they uh, constantly project and, and, and aim for when, when you think an organization like this could just rest on its laurels and, you know, uh, and release statistics that would be really, really, Im- and are really impressive to everybody. But it seems there's always a what's next. It seems as always with you guys as some type of, you know, how can we grow even more? What's the next step in this whole process? So it's you know these things. Nothing's ever a coincidence. It happens to be uh, uh, really the, the, the source for Kirov, according to some quotes of Chavetz Chaim, is actually in this week's parsha in the idea of Hashavas Aveda, and the idea of like if you see Achicha, right? You saw usually referring to their shore. Yeah. But, you know, we obviously we Chazal applied that, but if you see it, you can't feed Halamta. You can't ignore it. And I think that's really what we're looking at is we've taken this attitude uh, of of, uh, of an approach, which is that there's a need out there. You can't ignore it. And if you take that attitude of you can't ignore it, then, yeah, you, you don't rest on your laurels because there's always more that can be done. And, again, it can't just be something like you're, you know, you're kind of like jumping on every op thing that's out there because then you're not being um, um, successful, you're not being impactful. But in a very thoughtful and strategic way, yes, it, this is basically choosing not only not to ignore it but really to take it head on in a very ambitious way. You know, we are uh, in the midst of our Elul Chesed campaign and trying to get people to focus on what's important and how to get involved in certain things. Avi, what would you say to people who are listening, especially those of means, uh, who wonder what kind of investment it is, how good of investment it is, uh, when they uh, set aside funds for NCSY, for JSU, and for programs like it? Uh, So obviously I have a very... uh biased answer to that. I, I, I think to me, it's, uh, first of all, A, I'd say if anything that someone feels passionate about and, and impactful for it for the Jewish community, they should, they should, you know, grab with two fists because it's, uh, uh, it, it's needed, it's necessary. And it's not just about, uh, you know, the people's, uh, money, but it's about their time and energy and effort and their, and their co-hosts and creativity. So I think from that perspective, uh, it's, it's really an incredible, uh, need that's out there for people's, uh, really financial resources, but also for, for their talent. Uh, in particular to, to NCSY and, and, and JSU, uh, I think Becky and I really look at these teens. These are future Jewish leaders. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really the, this age group that for us is so important because we're unfortunately seeing, and again, I know the, the, I'm sure people give you the gloom and doom on Pew Report and all the statistics that are out there, and, and I'm, sadly it's true. Uh, but by the time people get to college campuses and beyond, in, in many cases, you hate to say the words like it's too late because it never is. But 
certainly we believe that the the teenage years are, are really formative years that uh, I'd say the return on investment, so to speak, in, in a financial term is, is, is quite high and quite significant. If travel becomes a little bit more uh, readily done over the next school year, do you think you and your wife will be visiting different parts of the country to see JSU up close and personal? Uh, God willing, yeah. I think we, we in particular, the um, we're really excited about is is mentioned for in terms of some of the one of the specific programs and the initiative right. is this is this kind of leadership group, and so it's one of the things I think we've seen in, in, in Devorah's work show, uh, showed as well is that a lot of times you know it's great you get the the advisor or the uh, you know the, the you know the leader in front of the group, and and that's obviously critical, but it's oftentimes you know teens are looking at their peers. And looking and very much are very much influenced by their peers, and so identifying very you know talented young men and women across the country, God willing, you know, 200 or so, and really empowering them, investing in them, making them a cohort, so that they can go back to their own clubs and in that way cascade that level of impact. And so we are hopeful that this uh, this two day conference. Uh, will really be this just, again, in general, Yarfei Kao and other types of, you mentioned Yomans, his wife, sure. um, always an incredible and emotionally and impactful uh, event. Uh, I'm really excited to see what they are the possible to get 200 young Jewish leaders from all parts of North America and Canada together and to see what that can create. And what an impact they will make on the Jewish future. Mazal Tov to the OU and NCSY, their JSU program, and of course, their general program continues to grow. Uh, the help of uh, Avi and Becky Katz is uh, much appreciated. They are longtime Jewish communal leaders, and they have established a $3 million gift focusing on the OU's National Jewish Student Union. It will be called the Katz Family Initiative Driving Impact in JSU. We're talking about a significant portion of this country that is reaching out through NCSY staff, advisors, regional directors, etc., to public school youth and doing an amazing job, uh, really uh, uh, throwing them a lifeline in a very, very difficult society to navigate, to say the least. Uh, Avi, best regards to the entire Katz family. Shana Tova to you. And again, Mazal Tov on this new initiative and for really stepping forward and being there for NCSY and JSU. Thanks, and again, always for your support. And uh, Shana Tova to you and your family as well. Thank Appreciate you. that very much. Monday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. Control, but he'd forgotten the main thing. Yes, 
J.M. in the A.M. Boy, does that song take you back to the uh, height of COVID or what? After Ellie Schwebel recovered, he released that song. My gosh, my gosh. April 2020, yep. April 2020. Unbelievable. Uh, Baruch Levine's Margie Shin. You heard Hashem Melech done by Mordechai Shapiro. J.M. in the A.M. Getting close to 9 a.m. on this Monday. Don't forget our Chesed campaign has begun. There are a couple of things that we're asking people to pay careful attention to. Number one is the uh, 
the fund of Or Mayor Ubracha feeding the poor of Jerusalem. Leora Teji doing amazing work every single week. But boy, did she step up her game when it comes to Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, as you can imagine. Go to uh, terror-victims.org.il, terror-victims.org.il. Then I was asking people to keep in mind our good friend Sandy, who is in need of a new apartment and where every single dollar in this campaign is going to be going straight to her and her children. Simple as that. It's GoFundMe.com, GoFundMe.com, and the the search, the title of the campaign is Help Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, Get a New Apartment. Help Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, Get a New Apartment. GoFundMe.com, Help Sandy Get a New Apartment. I want to thank those who have already responded to that. Uh, Please keep in mind Chaim Shmuel Ben Leia Yocheved having surgery today, a three-year-old having surgery today. Again, that's Chaim Shmuel Ben Leia Yocheved. Chaim Shmuel Ben Leia Yocheved. Your help, of course, is greatly appreciated, to say the least. Um, Machach is another youth program that managed to take young people to Israel this summer. One of our granddaughters was fortunate to go with them. Yes, in fact, when I was on Ben Yehuda Street, which I was lucky enough to be on, a few weeks ago, I met up with three, uh, by accident, I mean, I wasn't planning on meeting them, I met up with three students from Machach that were just having an amazing summer, and they were telling me how great the program was. So yes, a lot of programs did a lot of great work, as I'm sure a lot of groups are going to be doing, hopefully, during the year to get people into Israel, and in this case, to give them a great summer, and yeah, let's hope that that (laughs) continues. Let's hope we're able to do that more and more and more. Although at this point, who knows? We'll close things out with Shoresh. Thanks for tuning in on a Monday broadcast at JM in the AM.
Achenu Yisrael and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, on the AlchemSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible Monday here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, Rabbi Gedalia's Lotowitz is scheduled. There's a lot going on at Art Scroll, and we get an opportunity to find out what's happening now at the end of 5781 and the beginning of 5782. Make sure to be tuned in tomorrow. It should be a comprehensive conversation with a lot of interesting works that Art Scroll has uh, either released or is about to release. Remember, go to artscroll.com and always use promo code radio, including for Ari Bramberger's brand new book that we spoke about this morning. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. Yeah.